Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. We are eternally grateful to Almighty God, our Father in heaven, who has brought us this far, who has made it possible for you and I to be part of a day like this, the 10th day of the last month of the year 2021. It is the hand of God that has kept us and brought us this far. It is just by His grace that you and I are alive to see a day like this. It's a time of sober reflection. It's a time to reflect on what has transpired. And it's also a time to really look into the coming year. But when we reflect on our lives, beloved, you and I, will attest to the fact that our Father has been good to us. He's been good to us in all ways. He has done so much for us. We have gone through things. We have experienced things. We have encountered things. But our Father has ensured that you and I are still alive. We are part of His plans. And that is why we are still alive. Beloved, it's the time that a number of people, apart from taking stock, also make their plans. They plan what they want to do, what they want to accomplish, and what we want to become in the ensuing year. But what does the Bible, our Bible, tell us about plans? His word tells us in, in Proverbs 19.21 that many are the plans in a man's heart but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Beloved, the Lord has a purpose for you and I. His purpose is basically 
defined by his assignment for our lives. The reason why we are on earth. So God's purpose must be overreaching, overriding, must have prominence in everything that we do. So if our plans are not aligned to God's purpose, we are not likely to achieve them. And that is why we must submit every plan unto him. It is good to plan. It's good to have a focus. But is it in God's purpose? The Lord told Jeremiah that before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I predestined you to become a prophet unto the nations. I had a purpose for you. So plans become successful when they are aligned with God's purpose for our lives. Paul, the apostle, in his missionary journeys, wanted to, you know, visit certain places for the gospel. He was so zealous. But the Holy Spirit restricted him. He said, no, you can't go. You can't go here. You can't do this. Beloved, this is the time for us to come before our Father and submit our plans before Him. We do not even know what is going to happen tomorrow. But the good thing is that we serve a God who knows the end from the beginning. He tells us in Isaiah, My ways are not your ways, neither are my thoughts your thoughts. He says he has higher ways and higher thoughts than we have. Beloved, we are limited in so many ways.
But in him, we are unlimited. This is the time to commit our plans to him. In Habakkuk chapter 2, the prophet Habakkuk says, I will stand upon my watch and set myself upon the tower and I will watch to see what God will say unto me. In verse 2 he says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Make it plain upon the tables that he may run that reasons. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Beloved, if we are embarking on a journey which has the approval of God, it makes it an exciting journey. Because we know the Lord has ordered it. The Lord has approved of it. The Lord is in it. We should not make the mistakes that we've made in previous years. To start another year without recourse to Him. He's our Father, He's our Shepherd. His Spirit is our helper, the Holy Spirit. In Isaiah 48, verse 17, he says, I am the Lord who teaches you to profit and leads you the way you must go. His word tells us in Deuteronomy, that and they tested not when he led them. They tested not when he led them. Beloved, it's a dangerous thing to start a year without committing our ways, our plans to Him. And most of the time it's like we want God to rubber stamp the things that we want to do. So we come before Him. Lord, I want to buy a car. I want to build a house. I want to do this. I want to marry. I want to, you know. So, Lord, I pray for your blessing. That is not it. That is not it. A friend told me this about a father. That when he's about to go out, 
and goes to tell the father that, oh, daddy, I want to, I'm going, you know, to town. The father will ask him, are you telling me where you are going or you are seeking my approval for your going? And that's exactly what most of us, we do. We tell God what we want to do. We don't seek his approval for the things that we want to do. So God now becomes a spectator, a rubber stamp. No. He's the only wise God. We can't be wiser than him. We must submit to his leadings. The Lord, what sayest thou? Yes, this is what I want to do. Do you approve of it? Is it in line with your plan, your purpose for my life? Beloved, this must be how we have to approach God with our plans. Not to ask him to wrap a stamp what we have thought is good for ourselves. Now, he knows what is best for us. On a day like this, let us consult him. Let us come before him. And let us ask what he wants us to do in the coming year. Beloved, the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Almighty God left the light of his countenance upon your lives and grant you his peace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide with us now and forevermore. Amen.